0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington.
1: And I am Bill Knight. Happy Friday. Getting set for the
0: weekend, and the days are counting down. We're down to a couple of weeks, and it's going to be ho-ho-ho time. That's right. Christmas right around the corner. Can you believe that Christmas, it doesn't feel like Christmas to me, you know?
1: You know, it, it, now there was a time when, you know, back, I guess, around the turn of the century, the tree went up, you know, you'd go to bed and Christmas night, the tree would go up the mom and dad or whoever was around then would decorate it. And then the presents, you know, as few as they were, were under the tree and it was a special time. It got commercialized. It grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. And it got to where boy, our trees and lights were up, had to be Thanksgiving weekend and uh, the stuff in the stores were up before stores still kind of carry it. The stores that are left under the Biden administration, but now uh, I haven't seen the parade of lights uh, I haven't seen the amount of events. I I haven't,
0: you know, it's just like. No, it, it, everything is like holiday season, not Christmas season. They're afraid to offend anybody, so they offend everybody, you know. I mean, they, yeah. that's how they work. Uh, well,
1: I, I mean, you know, I don't think God's offended that nobody's celebrating you know Jesus Christ's birthday but then again too we don't know the exact date you know so we kind of wobble around with it anyway but we've thrown away something of tradition traditions well, don't mean anything anymore
0: i don't so. think the date is all that important anyway i think it, just the mere well, fact that we take one day out of the year and, and dedicate it to the birth commemorate of commemorate it uh, yeah, yeah of uh, Christ is all i need uh, but you know people are saying well you know It was actually a pagan holiday, you know, uh, going back to the Druids back in the pre-Christ days. You know, they used to celebrate with fir trees and stuff like that. So it's just a matter of us taking that holiday and passing it down and making adjustments. But I don't care. I mean, we're doing this to salute Jesus, and that's good enough for me. And I do think that uh, the commercialization of, of Christmas... Uh, it's kind of spoil it for a lot of people. You you talk about uh, how we used to celebrate it. When I was a, a little kid, the the department stores would have a Santa Claus, and you oh, yeah. you'd wait in line. It's like if you saw the Christmas story with Ralph wanting to go up and sit on Santa's lap to talk about what he wanted for. for Christmas. He wanted that Red Ryder BB gun, you know?
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Every kid I, want, I wants did to shoot that his eye out.
0: I did that when I was a little kid. I didn't want a BB gun, but I did, like, when I was uh, four or five years old. There was a nice traditional department store in our town, old fashioned, yeah. and they had a beautiful Christmas uh, display, and they had a, a great looking Santa Claus and all of the accoutrements, as they would say, all of the the things that went along with it to make it magical, and uh, we got pictures. Everyone got pictures. Every every family in my neighborhood had a picture of their kids sitting on Santa's lap. Uh, they must have made a bundle. Do uh, you ever you know. want
1: to play Santa Claus? You know, a lot of guys say, "Yeah." I did one that.
0: time. I did, I did. I went to a cancer ward when I worked at a radio station oh, in New okay. York uh and I'm a big guy you know and they put a little padding they ho, ho, ho. nowadays they wouldn't need the padding but in those days they you know and I went to a a children's cancer ward and uh it was eye opening and um in a way it was magical too because because they gave more to me that day than I think I gave to them you know yeah, I, uh, they,
1: I did the Santa Claus role one time and, uh, it was a great time. And then some woke little guy, uh, uh, you know, department head at a store where, you know, they say, could you come and do this? And I said, yeah, sure. You know, I wasn't doing much at the time. Uh, I was recovering from a malady and I sat there and said, yeah, you know what? I'll don the Santa outfit and come do it and do the big robust. Ho, ho, ho. And it, it was a lot of fun. But some guy that I guess didn't get his Red Rider BB gun when he was a kid was <laughs> mad and decided to take it out on Santa with us. Uh,
0: and you I ended up getting into a fight
1: with, with No, <laughs> no, the guy actually, I'll, I'll shorten it down to one sentence. Yes. He, uh, he just came in and, and unlaid a bunch of crap on me as I was on a break. And I looked at him and I said, you know what? That's a bunch of crap. And he went on with it. And I said, well, and I took the hat off. Said I put it down on the table and I said, you know what? Find a new Santa. At the left, oh, you can't do
0: that. The agency I said the agency nothing. I oh, don't. This was this was a guy from the store who was uh, giving. Oh the- yeah. Oh it,
1: was, well. uh, oh it was a big. It was a big box store brand starts with a W. We'll leave it at that. And yeah. that was it. It <laughs> ruined. It ruined it for me. I, I did it for a couple of days. It was a great time. I even posted pictures on Facebook and I go, wow, this radio guy. Yeah. Did that, but it was cool. But I never explained. You know, why it became uncool.
0: And well, speaking of uncool, <clears throat> did you hear what happened last night? <clears throat> the Justice Department oh, filed yeah. nine new criminal charges against Hunter Biden for tax evasion. He faces up to yeah. 17 years in prison. You know what amazes me is they filed it in California. It's almost oh, it's almost out. like they, they were trying to sneak it in without uh, the special prosecutor in Washington well, knowing about it
1: can the governor of California kind of like go whoosh.
0: well I, I here's my question and I, I read the story I don't think it's a state filing I think it's a federal filing in California meaning they filed it in federal court in California it's a federal Why? charge. Well, the gun charge might be from there, and he was there, but... Let me read the story. The uh, Justice Department on Thursday filed new criminal charges against Hunter Biden. This is from CNN. Hunter Biden was hit with a nine-count indictment filed in California, tax evasion, failure to uh, file or pay taxes, and false and fraudulent tax returns. The indictment details a four-year scheme to avoid the $1.4-plus million dollars uh, tax obligations he owed between 2016 and 2019 and to file false returns. If convicted, Hunter Biden faces up to 17 years in prison. Here's the thing, though. Um, it, it is a federal charge. Even they fi- It says it was filed in California, but... It, it, it would appear it's not a state charge. it's a federal charge. So I'm thinking why would they like you said why would they file it in California? are they trying to keep it off the radar? were they trying to keep it off the radar from the special prosecutors and the Justice Department heads in um, uh, in Washington although I don't know how you do it without notifying uh, the che the uh, what do you call it uh, uh, Merrick Garland. You know, attorney general. Right. Well, there's there's some maneuvering in my
1: mind that is going on here, and it could be some kind of forgiveness program that's still available in California to where they can slide it in under that because
0: let's just say that tax debt gets forgiven. Then does the case still hold water? Well, I don't, this is not going to get – I, I was listening to some people talking about this, Jonathan Turley being one of them. He's a Georgetown University law professor. And a uh, a contributor to Fox uh, about legal all things legal, and this is this is serious deep problems for Hunter and Joe. Well, and- the other
1: well out of sight, out of mind. So we got to do something about this. Let's get it out of the public's view, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, so they put it in California, where they think that they probably have some allies there, big strong allies that can just kind of. Ignore it, cover it up while they,
0: they sweep things away. Here's the other thing. Um, you know, they, they're talking about uh, impeachment inquiry hearings and taking a vote on it this week. And anybody who was thinking of, uh, you know, equivocating or voting present or something like that, this might push them now to be more deliberate and, you know, and, and to make an actual vote. Uh, for the inquiry because because all of this is on the table now. Everybody can see it, and it's not like it's some vague, uh, you know, uh, hypothetical type charge. This could be uh, the one that closes the door. You should hear the things that th- this guy Hunter Biden he had orgies. He was paying for oh, yeah. uh, the rental of strip clubs. He was. Uh, he was paying for prostitutes. He would have, uh, this guy was just out of control, folks. Well, he got some bad new- other bad news
1: because he decided he was going to go in in his case and file for discovery of documents on Trump, which really was unrelated to him. And the judge sat there and said, yeah, think again, bucko. And it didn't happen. And the, the email information that has come out in the past couple of days directly links Joe Biden to all that Burisma money, all the illegal doings and Hunter together. So when Joe goes, I, 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 I didn't know that that's fake news. It, I, nothing, it didn't happen, Joe, this is 1988 all over for you again. But then again, don't, you know, I see Joe, you know, we talk about Trump that doesn't flinch. He's, he's taking the hits and they keep on coming. Uh, they're throwing their kitchen sink and they come over and rip yours out and throw it at him too. Uh, but he keeps standing. Why? I don't know. Well, I don't because know. The
0: guy has look at uh, Joe Biden has been lying without consequence for 40 plus years. His whole political life. He has told lie after lie after lie. He's embellished his resume. And even when he got caught, he did a, he did a, a retraction with a, perfect joe biden smile on his face like oh you got me <laughs> well yeah my friends those are store those are store dentist spot teeth he's, yes they are
1: he's but- had that all his life. oh you know the other thing that came out here in just a couple of days we've known about this forever he liked to roam the halls uh, of the uh, the vice
0: presidential white house naked
1: apparently he still roams the halls in the oval office naked
0: Well, you know, hey, listen, whatever gets you through the night, as John Lennon used to say. But uh, Ted Cruz had some things to say about about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and their corruption. Listen. He has lied at
2: every stage. Every stage his defense has been proven to be a lie. He said at the very outset on the campaign, he said he had never discussed uh overseas business with his son that was a lie we now know there were dozens of such conversations he said he had never met with his son's overseas business partner that was a lie we have now have multiple pictures multiple meetings dinners in washington dc phone calls with those business associates the democrats said there is no direct evidence of money going to joe biden that was a lie we now have multiple checks of money going to joe biden from entities that had received millions of dollars from communist china and and what i was questioning chris ray about yesterday we have a text from hunter biden to a senior chinese communist demanding millions of dollars and saying i'm sitting here next to my father and if you do not pay me this money my father will retaliate explicitly threatening a bribe threatening retaliation and we have two IRS whistleblowers who have said that when the investigation asked the natural question, well, was Hunter telling the truth? Was he in fact sitting next yeah. to Joe yeah. while he was trying to extort that bribe that the Biden DOJ blocked the investigation said no, you cannot subpoena the GPS data. We don't want to know. It is a cover up and it's a cover up directed by the most part- partisan department of justice we've ever seen.
3: Okay, do you, have you figured out an explanation yet for why a Chinese communist would suddenly give Hunter Biden millions of dollars for zero services rendered? Or do you think those services might have been access to
2: the big guy, his dad, Joe Biden? Yeah, look, there, there is only one conceivable service that Hunter Biden provided, and that was, it wasn't it was just access. This isn't, he's not a lobbyist. Right. This is favors. He was selling favors from daddy. Look, Hunter Biden has no discernible skills. Very few people, in fact, nobody pays millions of dollars to a crackhead because Hunter Biden doesn't provide any services. All he is is a conduit. He's the front man for selling favors from daddy. You look at quid pro quo, the essence of bribery. And remember, bribery is one of the grounds explicitly stated in the Constitution for impeachment. Yeah. Quid pro pro quo is Latin for this or that. We know that Joe Biden performed the that, and in particular that he went to Ukraine and he demanded the firing of the prosecutor that was investigating the corrupt oligarch paying millions of dollars to his son Hunter. And he held a billion dollars of US funds ransom until Ukraine in fact fired that prosecutor. So we know the quo occurred, the investigation is to determine the quid of specifically how much money Joe Biden was paid to do that.
3: Senator, a couple quick ones for you, about a minute left. You've got an interesting history with Donald Trump. We had the fourth debate last night. Do you do you like Donald Trump personally?
2: Absolutely, and I like I like what we accomplished. We accomplished a lot for this country. I worked hand in hand with Donald Trump and we accomplished an enormous amount for this country, and it's evident right now just how badly okay. off track we are and and I and I will say to understand just how bad things are. You mentioned my new book, it's Unwoke, How to Defeat Cultural Marxism in America, and it gives a battle plan for how we retake the institutions that the radical left has taken over because our our country's in full-on crisis. Senator, you endorsed Trump
3: in 2016. It was September of 2016, you guys, of course, a long battle during the primaries there. Do you plan on endorsing him again in 2024?
2: I, I am staying out of the primaries. I'm going to trust the voters to make that determination. I'm good friends with Donald Trump. I'm good friends with Ron DeSantis. Does his
3: name I, I, help I think, you on the ballot in 24? Because you'll be back on the ballot in November as well.
2: Uh, look, let, let, let's be clear. Claire, I'm running in Texas. I want this, the support of of Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters and Haley supporters. Who
3: helps you the most Who, on the top of the ticket?
2: Uh, you, you know, that's for the voters to decide. What, what I'm going to do is whoever the nominee is, I'm gonna support enthusiastically because I am absolutely convinced that Joe Biden and the Democrats are driving this country okay. off the edge of a cliff, and we gotta change course.
3: Just quickly, uh, 2028, could that be a year where you run for president again?
2: Oh, sure, and, and anything is possible. We ran in 2016 and came very, very close to winning. Uh, you know, I gotta say, it's the most fun I've ever had in my life, and and, and we had incredible is,
3: support. Is Trump why you stayed out this cycle? You know, your name, I, Josh Hawley, I, Mike Pompeo, a lot of big names stayed out deliberately.
2: Yeah, look, I, I looked at the race this year, and I, I didn't think it made sense to run this year. And so I'm running for re-election, and the Senate is the battlefield right now. Yeah. The Senate, yeah. it, it's like the Roman Coliseum, where you strap on your armor, you grab a battle axe, and you go fight the barbarians. That, that That's every day in the U.S. Senate right now. That's Rob Finnerty talking with uh, Senator uh, Cruz, Ted, Ted
0: Cruz, and... Uh, uh, he hes behind Trump. He's firmly behind yeah, and Trump. and I,
1: I—I agreed with what he was saying. You know, he can't sit there and go, "Oh yeah," he's got to be—he's got to be party central but neutral in the fact that he's got to support Trump and any of the candidates because you don't know how it's going to go. And I have a feeling on Trump. I, you know, I—I I think I called you yesterday about something that, uh, you know, just uh, an epiphany. We're not going to go into that, but uh, you know, I'll add on to it that. I started looking at things, you know, sometimes looking at the political arena mm-hmm. is like looking at a, um, an optical illusion, you know, or, uh, a stereogram, you know, where what you see
0: on the surface, isn't really what's happening in the background.
1: And that's all the news. You've got to step back, take a look and, and mm-hmm. really take it in. And then I saw how all of this stuff that they're doing against Trump, I sit there and I go, wait a minute. Now this was found to have no founding, but then they take and rework the story and tell it to you from a different angle, but it's the same crap over and over and over again. And then they say, well, we got to stack the crap higher. So they're doing that. And then I started thinking, you know, uh, when you talk about um, uh, uh, Derek uh, Chauvin, Mm -hmm. who was stabbed 22 times. right? And we know it, 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 you know, obviously it's come out that we incarcerated an innocent man. And it was right. it was obvious to me beforehand, but we incarcerated an innocent man, and I looked at the timing of all this, and I'm sitting there going, and then you got the Fanny Willis.
0: Well, I, I have a story calls. here.
1: Calls, well, I was gonna uh, let me finish. Yeah. the Fanny Willis, uh, uh, you know, uh, not phone calls, but uh, emails saying, yeah, we want to lock this guy up. We are looking for prison time, mm-hmm. and it could in the coincidence of the stabbings and the prison time. They're going to try to give it to him, even though he doesn't deserve it. That was a message in my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. She wrote well, November 29th. Uh, she wrote, uh, long after those uh, these folks are in jail, we will be practicing law. She's talking about Trump. Yeah. She's talking about Trump, and she's talking about Mark Meadows and Rudy Giuliani, too. She's convinced, boy, she's going to put Trump in jail. This lady is uh, is something else. These people are dangerous. You know... Uh, I, I was thinking about this uh, this week, and it, it's, it's true. We have got in government right now uh, a number of dumb, dumb politicians, okay? I, I mean, these people may have uh, a degree, you know, and like we talked about recently, uh, many people get a degree because they're they just uh, pushed through, you know, the system. They get it, oh, I got a degree. Oh, really? What did you get a degree in? I don't know. uh Stupidology. home gardening or something like that. But, I mean, they they get into a position where they run and they get elected. Look at some of the politicians we have in, in the House of Representatives. Some of these people, uh, you couldn't carry on a conversation, intelligent conversation with them because they're so darn stupid. But yet these are the people who are doing thumbs up or thumbs down on so many of our of our life affecting laws and rules and regulations, things that affect our society. This Fannie Willis, she may actually totally agree that she's going to put Trump in jail. I don't know how she's going to do it. I don't know how she thinks she's going to put. If you look at the charges, if you look at, honestly, look at what they're going after Trump for, especially in Georgia, you would see that they really have nothing. Nothing. Yeah,
1: well, I think the reason she thinks it. Is because she's been told she's going to have the help to do it. In other words, she's a tool. Yeah, and
0: that's true. That's a good point. You mean like uh, maybe uh, some other Soros back uh, person is uh, going to step to? Uh, don't don't yeah. worry. We're going we'll take to give here, you all guess, the yeah. money
1: and we'll we'll we'll, we'll yeah. manufacture some witnesses and evidence enough to where we get it done.
0: Before well, you know, we one of the guys the they put on the list has. down there, Mike Mike Pence. Is on her, one of her witness on her witness list, meaning a, a witness to be used against Trump, is Mike Pence. Now this was a something that came out a couple of days ago.
1: Well, you this know guy what? is a
0: traitor. Oh, yeah. Well, the Democrats who hate him
1: will sit there and be his buddy now. Why doesn't he just go ahead and change party affiliation to the Democrats? Um, Now I'm not saying every Democrat is bad, but I would say 98 to 99.9 percent is infected. It's a corrupt party, and the Republicans are well on the way. And it makes you wonder. Well, that leaves room for a third party, but
0: third parties don't don't usually have success in our our country.
1: And and I think what's happening. I think you're seeing you know the Great Reset. We've talked about that before. I think that the corrupt system, right before our very eyes, is resetting the government now. And, and certain people, it's time for you to step down and step aside. You've served your purpose. We'll have a job for you after we get done taking over the Republican Party and uh, forming our uniparty system. It's a one-party rule and lead. We'll get rid of the
0: elections, too.
1: We'll I mean, I
0: love this. Again. It says here in the story, a Fulton County grand jury returned a 41-count indictment, which includes RICO and conspiracy charges against Trump. I mean, truly, friends, if you look at this on the surface and just read the story like this, and by the way, this is how every news person who reports on this story will say... And the Fulton County grand jury returned a 41-count—I mean, he will be nailed with that 41-count indictment to label over and over and over again. If you read the counts, if you look to the counts and, and saw how preposterous 99 and 44 hundredths percent of them are, you would maybe have a different point of view. But, but they don't do that. They just yeah, keep throwing out the 41 counts. Oh, it's got to be awful.
1: A RICO violation, a lot of people don't know what a RICO violation is, but the point is is that they throw these things out there. They don't have to be true, but you throw it out there, spew it out there enough, keep it on top of mind, all of a sudden, fiction becomes reality, and it's hard to undo a mindset that they establish you know, it gets into that simul thing It's well, you advertising asked, you, you
0: smut to us. You asked uh, Rico. You asked a good question. What is what does Rico stand well, I for? I know what Rico is. Uh, it, well, it stands for the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organization Act. Right. The Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Just on the surface alone, it doesn't fit Trump. He was the president of the United States when all of this, quote, was supposedly going on. Was that a corrupt organization?
1: No, it wasn't a corrupt organization. But they're trying to say he was corrupt. And where they dot the I's and cross the T's and the RICO's, they'll say, oh, well, you see, he did business across interstate lines. So that means any telephone call, any exchange of mail or email now constitutes a RICO violation.
0: Wait a second. And he he was the president of the United States, doesn't right? Doesn't matter. No, no, it doesn't. It does, and, no, wait a yeah. second. No, it has to matter because his job is to t- is to take care of all of the states, so all of are, the states. Meaning so yeah, he had yeah. to communicate with all of the states. It, so. it wasn't like he was uh, doing it for nefarious purposes. By definition, he wasn't the president of the District of Columbia limited to just that territory. Yeah, you're looking
1: at the whole. What they're trying to do is divide this down to the simplest thing, and the simplest thing is the interstate wire fraud. Each, You know, if that's the case. Now, if they want to go down that route, well, then let's take a look at uh, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and the case out there. They crossed not only interstate lines, but, the well, you know, they they, they crossed – you know they crossed the ocean with it. Yeah, international. international laws, you know. So, you know, Rico and and Joe Biden has got forty some odd years of well, let's see, go back to eighty eight. <laughs> go on. back to
0: seventy. Go back to seventy eight with Joe Biden. I mean, the guy is uh, the guy is open. If you just look at his history, look at his resume, look at the, how he he act. You know, and he's a chameleon. He. he uh, was um, a friend of one of the members of, of the Ku Klux Klan, uh, Senator Byrd from West Virginia. He was an actual member at one point in his life of the Ku Klux Klan, and he was one of Joe Biden's closest friends. So you you have to ask yourself, uh, if he's such a champion of civil rights like he purports to be, uh, how can he be a close friend of a member of the ku klux klan i think he even spoke at bird's funeral as did hillary clinton he did yeah
1: you Uh, know there's a lot of
0: democrats that were really you know a buddy of bird
1: and when you think about it and i think you know uh i don't like to draw color racial lines but let's face it the the left has been using the black population as their lackeys their little puppets to sit there and say, ah, we're here for the black people, but the history going way back to the civil war and before is that that is the party of prejudiced, And that's, you know, it hasn't changed over the years. And I think finally generations, I they've known it, but I think now it's kind of like, you know what, it's time to put this horse, you know, to bed and uh, let's let's do something else because what is happening is so wrong and that's why you know you have a lot of black voters coming over to, to Trump right now because he's not a racist you know and,
0: and, no, and you, were, all you have to do is look at it he yeah. he has friends uh, I mean look at guys like uh, uh, what was his name oh guy isn't it awful. You, sometimes your mind plays games with you when, you when you get older. Well, not mine.
1: Yeah, well, see, speak for yourself.
0: <laughs> well, well, you're not as old as I am. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, Biden is a chameleon. He pretends to be a, a champion of civil rights now and, and minorities. Uh, when all he is is somebody who has looked at the landscape, and when the landscape changes, well, he tries to change with it so that he He's can be relevant. He's an opportunist. He's an a opportunist.
1: opportunist. He's a yeah. criminal opportunist, and that's what he yeah. is, and he's always been that way, and it's evident, and he's going to stay that way. You can't change what you are. He is a thief.
0: The gentleman I was thinking crook. of, by the way, was Ben Carson. I didn't want. Yeah. I want. I wanted you to know that my mind is still working; it's just a little slower than it was uh, uh, when know, I was young. Have you had your coffee
1: yet? Uh, uh, no, I'm, you I'm
0: sipping it as we speak. Um, another thing that happened. So, did you hear? This, this is interesting. Biden's border crisis is getting worse by the day. Uh, A border wall breach and massive incursion uh, is currently unfolding in Lukeville, Arizona. Illegal aliens from Africa charged over the border chanting, America, America. Single military-aged men from northern Africa cheered as they ran over uh, Fox News reporters to brag about illegally entering the United States. See they don't even, they don't even have any shame anymore. It's like I, it's like they, they won the race. they're here and they're happy and they're gonna let you know.
1: that's an interesting story too that's out of uh, well China and North Korea apparently 600 North Korean uh, Koreans were deported from China uh, back in October to uh, North Korea they're I guess criminals and whatnot. And all of a sudden, they don't know where they are. They're just dis- they—they've disappeared. They—they've either been disappeared, uh-huh. or my thought is, well, wait a minute. You know, maybe their their ship appeared. You know, they—they. They, well, you know,
0: China is not quite as woke as we are, and uh, they may have a, a different approach to how they remove people from their country. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. I I have nothing to, uh, you know. No facts to base that on, but I know that we bend over backwards to do everything we can to keep them here. Right now, under the Biden administration, we ship them around the country. You heard us talk yesterday. Mm-hmm. We give them a five thousand dollar credit card when they come into the country. Five yeah. thousand bucks. They get a place to stay. They get, where uh, they say three hots and a cot. They get, they get uh, food and they get shelter and uh, they get rewarded. It's like winning the lottery for some of these people. We ship them around the country for nothing. I mean, when I don't, the last time you flew from like Boston to Atlanta, it probably cost you a few hundred dollars, right? Not yeah. if you're an illegal. If you're an illegal, they put you on a chartered airplane and fly you wherever you want to go. You want to go to LA? No, I want to go to New York. No problem. We have a New York flight leaving in about 2 hours. They make sure you're on the plane and off you go. When you get to New York, you haven't got a room booked? Don't don't worry about it. We got several buildings like the Rosewood. We have
1: rooms. we we got people yeah. we can kick out.
0: Yep, we, that's true. We, we kicked out I was reading a story uh, last week about a, yeah. a gentleman, a, a veteran, 90 five-year-old veteran living in a nursing home on Long Island, and they moved him out because they wanted to take the nursing home and use it for illegals. That's right. They moved illegals in and moved the 95-year-old veteran out on the street to fend for himself. This is the kind of stuff that's happening in our country right now. By the way, much of it in the name of greed, because some of these like hotel owners and stuff like that, they realize. Wait a second! We're getting hundred and seventy-five dollars a night for this room from this guy, but we can get five hundred dollars a night from the government for the same room. I'll oh, get that guy out of here. His uh, his his stay is over. Tell him we have the room booked. Get him out because we're gonna we're gonna rent the room to uh, to the illegals. You know, it's 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 uh, it's sad. It really is. Anyway, uh, other things happening in the world. Tucker Carlson, did you hear what he uh, had to say about uh, something Lloyd Austin said? Listen to this.
1: Are, are you talking about the, uh, the the threat that Americans will yes. be fighting in the war if we don't help out Zelensky? Well, we talked about this yesterday. Not about that, but, you know, they're going to come back and say, ah, we need more money. You know, that is a crock of crap. The fact that he says, and you yeah. didn't play it, I know it, that no, uh, well, it's I'm a
0: threat. It's just, a
1: threat. I'm, they're already committed to I'm so just
0: we're, gonna we're going to read you war. what he said. America maybe in the verge of world war III with the world's largest nuclear power if the most influential conservative media figure is correct that's how the story starts tucker carlson on thursday afternoon dropped a bombshell that that uh, biden defense secretary lloyd austin told congressional members in a briefing on wednesday that if ukrainian president volodymyr zelensky Does not receive more American taxpayer money from Ukraine, I mean, for Ukraine, he said the regime would send their relatives to fight against Russia. You're saying, what do you mean by that? They actually threatened by saying, your uncles, your sons, uh, your fathers, we may be sending these people uh, in uniform off to fight a war against the Russians. If we don't give the Ukraines uh, the money they need to continue their war, it, it was blackmail, folks. It's blackmail. They're trying mm-hmm. to bend the arm of the legislature to uh, give them more money. It's uh, it's 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 really it's really sad. This guy Austin, by the way, you know, he's the same guy who made sure we we ran out of Afghanistan. He he mm-hmm. is a, a a totally useless sack of uh, jawiya as another radio talk show host, likes to describe it. He is he's truly a, uh, a waste of space. Lloyd Austin, the uh, defense secretary. Uh, but when it's good for them, when it makes them look better and stronger, uh, they will have no problem trying to intimidate and uh, force us into giving our hard-earned money so that they can continue this this uh, terrible, and you know, folks, we talked about this this week. There are tens of thousands of young Ukrainian men and, and uh, women who are dying senselessly uh, for for this war. They they call it they call it out there in the Ukraine. They call it the meat grinder because because they be, they have very little training. They don't have the training they had when the war started. A lot of these people are only getting a very superficial, like two weeks training, grab your rifle and off you go kind of thing. And they send them out there and, and, and many of them are frightened and, af- and afraid. They're, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know why they're here. They, they don't know military strategy or what has to happen. All they know is they've been sent to the front. And, and they're sending older people and they're sending younger kids to fight this war um it, it it doesn't they talk about sending them money to keep the war going the other thing that we mentioned yesterday and I'll mention it again today is uh Zolushny who is the general in the Ukraine he is at a conflict with Zelensky Zelensky is now bypassing his chief of the military to get orders to the troops the chief of the military has other ideas of what they should be doing right now and I think those ideas mean talking with the Russians, and Zelensky doesn't want to do it. You know, it's a gravy train for the politicians in the Ukraine. They're making a, a ton of money. I mean, millions. You know Zelensky, he's got a a mansion in Florida. You know, A lot of people don't know that. He has a, quote, summer place in Florida, Zelensky. Well, now, when did he get that? How long ago? I can't tell you that, but all I can tell you is that the guy was a, uh, a TV comedian before he became the prime minister. I don't think he could afford a mansion in Florida. On,
1: not, uh, not, no. Even if he was the top rated one there, the ruble to the American dollar, forget it. You know, it's, it's not there. So I don't know if they use rubles in the Ukraine, but they, they were Russia, so I would imagine. So um, it's not there. Uh, well, the exchange rate is not there for him to have the net worth and wealth, and he wasn't that good of a comedian.
0: Well, you know, everything with him though is image, and, and uh, you know, he. I, I think of him walking into the halls of our Congress with such little, lit- army for- yeah, with such little respect, walking in like Fidel Castro. No, you no, know? no,
1: no. That he's a poser. He's you know. You know, he's, uh, if he's a comedian, he's an actor. He's a poser. He wants you to think that he is a, not only the president of, but he's a military leader.
0: Can you imagine so if uh, Donald a, Trump went into the United Nations to speak in front of the General Assembly dressed in fatigues?
1: Well, they'd have a special color of, of orange they would paint on his face in the photos when they photoshopped <laughs> of him. Of
0: course, they, I'm sure they you would. You
1: know, and they'd put about 10, 20 extra pounds on the 10, 20 extra pounds they always yes. put on him. They 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 would do that. So, you know. And besides, if he really is a war soldier, he seems to wear the same uniform and the same T-shirt all the time. You mean Zelensky? Yes. Zelensky. yeah. And when he's out in combat, it never gets dirty.
0: Well, that's because he doesn't get that close. I, I mean, they have to protect him. He is the president. You know, I well, love how the, they could be photo op'ing him in a room
1: in the basement. You I, know, in green love the, That's
0: true. I love the fact that he. Uh, he actually has turned off all of the opposition TV stations and newspapers, closed them down. He has uh, he stopped the the teaching of the Orthodox Russian religion in his country because they questioned what he was doing. You know, his own people were questioning what Zelensky was doing. Why mm-hmm. are we doing this? Why, why aren't we sitting down and, and negotiating for peace? You know, but they're not doing that. Nope, nope. Uh, this is not how uh, Zelensky is working. When I say gravy train, friends, there's a lot of people who are now very wealthy that weren't wealthy at the start of this war. Right. I, I, I remember seeing a picture, this was, this was like a year ago, a picture of one of the wives of a leader in the Ukrainian government who was stopped at the Hungarian border and they had gone through her luggage, and she had a luggage filled with U.S. cash. I mean, it you had to be a few months ago. You it, that? it had to be a, a million and a half dollars in, in U.S. cash in her in her suitcase. And I don't know whether she got through. I don't know what the heck happened. They may have said, "Well, it's her money. Close it up and send her on her way." But if Probably. she if she got caught, how many other people have gone through with their luggage and didn't get caught? Yeah.
1: Well. I don't know. Well, actually, it wasn't their money; it was our money.
0: Yeah. Well, she wasn't delivering it to another bank. She was. She was these. When you do it that way, you're you're stealing it, pure and simple. And and by the way, friends, you may just shake, shrug your shoulders, but it's your money too. It's your money too. It's my money. It's well, that's what I was pointing out. It's it's, our money. That it's somebody like uh, you got you got somebody in the street who's living homeless. That money could could be going to make their life better. We have veterans who are living from uh, hand to mouth, and, and you know they they have no support system in place to help them out. But yet we're we're funding this stupid war. People say, "Well, this is the here's what they're saying." Here's what uh, Austin is saying: If we don't stop Russia in the Ukraine, then Russia is going to continue on into Poland and other NATO countries, and we're going to be forced to by by a contract, by agreement, to fight with NATO. But the thing is, Russia has said we have no other plans. We didn't go into the Ukraine to become a country conqueror. We went into the Ukraine because we have a reason, to, because they have bio well, labs. You know, we talked about that before. I would tend to say that that is true. That's a true statement. They, they
1: Right now, they have no intent. But they probably wouldn't have been even going after the bio labs. We would have done it ourselves if Trump was still in office because they, you know, it was something that was being looked at. Hey, there's something going on there, but the bio labs probably got unleashed in the form of the virus, which they're about to do again. I found an old thing. I was doing some cleaning out stack of papers and I didn't bring it down here to the podcast. I should have grabbed it. And I'm not going to run upstairs and get it, but it was about, All the things that, you know, as a flyer, Mm -hmm. why vote for Joe Biden and everything that they promised to do and everything they accused Trump of. Now, they did keep their promise that they were going to force a federal mask mandate because they're the ones that really were behind unleashing the virus and certain things like that. But, you know, what has happened in the past two and a half years is what they were blaming Trump for in the beginning, and it wasn't. You know that they said, "Yeah, we're the ones that." You know they tried to steal his thunder, mm-hmm. but they, they everything that they accused him of is what they're doing. Yeah, well, you, you see where
0: Biden is now purposely avoiding using the word Bidenomics. He was using it. Uh, he was using it freely for the longest time, and then then they realized, wait a second. Bidenomics means something bad, and we shouldn't be talking about it like it's ours, and they stop using the term. Which is why
1: media, and there's, you know, media people listen to media people. Conservatives listen to conservatives. And I would encourage us, ourselves, and and other conservative shows, remind the people daily of what Bidenomics is. Find some reason to sit there and keep it in
0: the spotlight so You're spending $4 a gallon, Bidenomics. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Oh,
1: yeah, I have a video. I'll have to, it's on my phone. Uh, I saw it uh, yesterday where somebody's in a parking lot. They pulled up, and all of a sudden, they're going, why is that that, that, uh, transformer box smoking? And all of a sudden, sparks started flying. It looked like a firework display. And I'm going like, yeah, we're going to this electric grid, and we have a grid system that is old and dilapidated that we don't manufacture the parts for. And we don't have the parts for it. Now they come from China and here it is blowing up right before our very eyes. Yeah. Let's go for the green new deal.
0: And what they're yeah. trying to do is they're trying to force electric cars on the world. I see the world. and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. It's not just happening here. Uh, Alan Jones is a commentator. He used to be on sky news for the longest time in huh. Australia Now he is on another digital network news, uh, and he's a, a conservative Australian, and he's not for electric cars either. Listen. Electric
4: vehicles are the latest climate change fashion except the Norwegian shipping company has banned electric, hybrid and hydrogen cars from its ferries. After a risk analysis, it was concluded that the risk to the safety of the shipping fleet was too significant. If an electric vehicle catches fire, they said, the fire can no longer be extinguished. And they cited last February a ship with e-vehicles on board. The vehicles caught fire. The fire couldn't be extinguished. The ship sank.
3: The improperly disconnected car battery, that's what the NTSB says, sparked a massive fire that caused an explosion aboard a car carrier ship at Blunt Island last year, injuring multiple firefighters.
0: An electric vehicle is thought to have started a fire aboard a cargo ship carrying thousands of cars.
4: One crew member was killed and others injured. And that's what happened recently at Sydney Airport, which is with these lithium-ion batteries.
2: What we got is the casing for a fully electric vehicle, uh, heavily impacted by fire. That does appear to be the area of origin.
3: A nightmare for a local family. They say an electric car sparked this fire that destroyed their home. Four people
2: died from this fire at an e-bike repair shop. Fire gets into the battery pack. Uh, They do something which is called thermal runaway. And if it gets into the battery pack, it takes up to 40 times more water than an average car fire.
3: Even when the immediate threat is put out, Austin
2: Fire says there's still the potential for a fire to reignite with an electric vehicle.
3: A Tesla in Scottsdale catches on fire not once, but twice. So,
4: has Bowen presented us with a risk analysis in relation to purchasing, driving, charging, electric vehicles, and disposing of the batteries? Nothing. In the first six months of this year, there has been a 20% increase in lithium battery related fires in New South Wales.
3: We are seeing a, a, a lot more incidents in and around lithium ion batteries. The cause of the fire was a lithium ion battery that had failed. The suspected cause a lithium battery powered e-scooter that was being charged. The different marks on the wall is where the batteries actually exploded.
4: Now these batteries are sometimes thrown into rubbish bins instead of being disposed of safely. It was an explosion
3: and it was involving expired lithium chips. Uh, The process they were using was uh, putting these chips in uh, a bucket and and putting some water in the bucket to actually make an oxidisation
4: process occur. The Fire and Rescue New South Wales Acting Deputy Commissioner of Field Operations, Trent Curtin, has said that firefighters were responding to an average of more than three battery fires a week from in home charging issues or incorrect disposal. I mean, surely the good as-know-alls like Bowen should be fully informing users of electric vehicles as to where the risks lie. He won't do that because he's ideologically committed to getting rid of petrol-fired cars and forcing us into electric vehicles.
2: Now is the time for the conversation on how we increase the uptake of electric
4: and low emissions vehicles. Mind you, he doesn't tell us where the electricity is going to come from, nor the risk. Now, ignorance can sometimes be forgiven. Arrogance from people like Bowen can't be. These people, I've told you over and over again,
0: are dangerous. You know, it's amazing. He talks about a guy at the end there, Bowen, who I don't know. He's obviously a Australian politician who's trying to shove and sell uh, electric cars down the throats of the Australian population, too. Just like they're trying to do here uh, in this country. And they're trying to make it sound like it's the, the, the greatest thing since sliced bread. But, you know, if you saw the video that accompanied that uh, little piece, you would see, for example, they had this big cargo ship, beautiful, brand new, big cargo ship that was carrying uh, cars from point A to point B. I think it was in Norway or something like that. And because one of the car batteries caught fire and they couldn't put it out, it sank. It sank this big ship. They, uh, all the other electric cars caught fire. It, 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 he said at the very end, that, what they say? They have six or uh, seven uh, house fires uh, from charging stations inside homes. You know, people now who have electric cars, they figure, well, look it. I'll uh, have a charging station put in my garage, and that'll be great. Then I can just charge right. it in the nighttime. We'll never have to go to the gas station.
1: Can you imagine what it's going to do to insurance? Like in Massachusetts, they're mandating now, or they're getting ready to, the, the bill is out there, that if you add uh, an add-on to your home, any kind of modification or an extra building, you've got to put an electric car port outlet on it to charge your car. Well, I got a couple of problems with that. Number one, you know, what we just said, I mean, the electric car system and the charging uh, of it, it's not the port so much, it's the fact that it's dangerous. That's number one. Number two, the technology is still evolving. So, i will go put that uh, that charge port on. What if it's no good in three years because, well, we've changed the technology. It's like your stupid phone, you know, like, well, you know, you got an old 3G phone. We don't even take that on the tower anymore. It better be a 4G or 5G or... That phone is yeah. dead in the water. You know, things you know aren't made.
0: We, we have the last. We have a dangerous situation here. We have politicians who truly know nothing about the technology. I mean, literally, they are not scientists or electricians or, le- or electrical engineers. These people are politicians, okay? And what they've they've determined that it will be beneficial to them. If they shove these vehicles down our throats, electric cars, uh, the car companies in this country right now are hurting big time because they can't give the the things away. <laughs> I almost got carried away. They can't give the cars the darn away. Yes, away. exactly. They are uh, lead weights. They they are. I think I told you uh, this before in the past but I've read where Ford is losing at least $30,000 per vehicle. Now, you know what Honda's thinking about doing? Leave it to Honda to think around the the, uh, the corner. Honda, and you can see it in one of their ads, they're looking now to making a car that can be upgraded, meaning you buy a car. Let's say you invest in a car right now and it costs you $50,000 for one of their electric vehicles. Let's say they change the technology in five years like you were talking about. You can bring your car back to Honda to a service center, and they will make it not a 2023 vehicle. They'll they'll turn it into a 2027 vehicle or something like you know, that.
1: It, it's funny because I said something like that to somebody some 20 years ago. I was saying, you know, this, this, this crap of having to buy a new car every so many years is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why can't you now... They kind of did it at Chrysler where they used the stupid same frame, but it was a bad frame. But let's just say the basic, you know, structure of the car could be, you know, the chassis could be made of a metal that doesn't rust and can be maintained, and every component is
0: modular.
1: So you go, you know, that you need that upgrade. You know okay, that, let's unplug that and put that in. Let me Pop tell you a,
0: a personal situation I have. Okay, I, I started doing this, I determined a long time ago, that buying new cars was an expensive waste of money. I, it just got to a point where I thought, wait a second, what am I doing? Could I buy a brand-new car? I could buy yeah. a brand-new car today. I could, I could walk into a store, a, a, a dealership, and buy just about any kind of car I want because life has been good, okay? But I got a 2006. I, no, not a 2016. No, 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 no. I'm I'm one of those old guys that drives... An older car. Do you know why? Because a long time ago, I decided. You know what I'm going to do. Uh, it needs a new this. I'm going to replace it. You Let me ask needs, you a question. It needs a new. It needs a new bumper. It needs a new uh, transmission. It needs. A, I mean, I will pay. I will. I'll replace the parts. Now you may say this guy must be cheap, but it's a lot cheaper to replace the parts. You know, people say, well, you know, you had to. You had to replace the motor in that car. Well, the motor may cost you, what, uh, 1700 bucks, $2,000 for a motor? Depends on the motor.
1: Yeah, you can, I mean, you can get a nice rebuilt, which is like new, and some of them have a – you know, I got a Jeep, a 2010 Commander. that Right. I, uh, you know, and it's got an engine being dropped in it right now, and there was a design flaw in that engine. Now, I've got another truck that I'm actually looking at trading for something new, but the point is that Jeep, you know, I can drop a different engine in it, and it is, it's a rebuilt engine, but the company took the design flaw out, changed it, fixed it, and then when it drops in, well, what's the guarantee on it? Oh, we'll give you 50,000 miles or five years. I'm going, to like, what's a new engine?
0: Well, you know, the amazing thing about my, my situation is that uh, by upgrading the car, I know what's in my car, I know what, what condition it, it is in. Uh, by the way, my car looks like a brand new car. Okay, it's not rusted out or in in bad shape. I've maintained it. It, it looks like a, a and it is it is the most comfortable car and powerful car I've ever had. And so I'm thinking to myself, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna go out and spend fifty thousand dollars or forty five thousand dollars for a uh, a car so I can drive it out of the lot, and it can it can go down in value by like twenty grand as soon as you hit the highway.
1: Right, you know, and, and you got seven years of payments to boot. Probably yeah. five, or seven because you don't want that number to be really high. They got you by the cojones, and then you go, "Well, you know what? I haven't driven it that much. I'm going to take it in and trade it." Well, yeah, you're right, uh, Mister uh, K- uh, Kalipin Schnopper. Uh, it is <laughs> got a retail value of thirty thousand, so I think we can give you about uh, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars on a trade.
0: Yeah. What? Yeah, I know. You
1: know what are you talking about?
0: All I can tell you, folks, is that. Uh, electric cars, by the way, electric cars, I think they're going for like 60 grand.
1: Oh, more than that. Maybe they're, they're way up. Yeah, yeah. they're, they're yeah. up there.
0: I, I don't know how people can afford them. And again, you're driving a time bomb. I you well, see, the I technology see is emerging too. So yeah, yeah, they can blow up. You know that, right? Yes, absolutely. And by the way, you hear what they say? It t- takes twice as much water to put them out because many times you put them out and they start again. The fire. Oh, there, were,
1: there was a car, I think it was when I was up in Mass the last time that uh, it was a long time ago. It was about a uh, year ago. But somebody had an accident. And yeah, they've been fighting the fire now for a day and a half. What is it? It was a Tesla that caught on fire. You know, the battery went, pooh! And you know, I'm like going... And you know, it's funny too, when you open up the battery in a Tesla, it is not one big battery. It's a lot of little batteries. It's like yeah. you opened up the, the back of a radio. Oh, it takes six batteries. Okay. You know, it's like...
0: And I would imagine you can't replace one without replacing them all. You, you want to have them all uniform with regard to charge, I would think. So you just can't take one battery out if it's faulty. you got to probably replace every one.
1: Well, this phone, brand new phone, which is the, uh, the Samsung Ultra 23, which is outdated here as of uh, a couple of months. But either way there's a setting in the back. They go, Oh yeah, that that phone has a long battery life in the whole nine yards. And I'm going, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's got stuff I don't ever need, but, uh, either way it was, you know, bonus phone for me. So I, I got it. And then, but it says, Oh, uh, you need to put the battery saver on it. What's that? It doesn't charge all the way. See it'll, it'll last longer. Otherwise the battery will just self-destruct. I'm like going, Oh,
0: you know, you know, for a while, I won't mention the brand, although people probably know, there was a cell phone, this is about five years ago, that they wouldn't allow on airplanes because it was it was catching fire on planes midair, and they were having a, a real problem. Uh, you, know, you, you know, we talk about not being able to put these things out. You don't want to have anything on fire in an airplane at 35,000 feet going 600 miles an hour. You just don't want to do that. It's... It, uh, we talked about that uh, was it, uh, US, uh, it was a UPS or FedEx FedEx airplane that it came was down. Those planes. Yeah, yeah, were- because it had a fire and they were carrying a load of lithium batteries, little batteries, and they caught fire for no good mm-hmm. reason, and uh, they couldn't put the fire out, and it spread from one battery to another battery to the to the package, to the case, to the pallet to the whole airplane being up in smoke and those guys dying because the batteries just decided that they would catch fire. And it's, you know, there's no rhyme, no reason. You heard in the story I just played, I think he called it runaway something or other. There's a term for what happens with these lithium batteries. They spontaneously combust. Hmm. and, And there's a runaway charge or runaway discharge or something like that. It's and like a
1: cascading effect. And, and once it
0: yeah. starts to once it starts to run away, you can't stop it. And uh, they don't tell you this when you spend your $65,000 for your electric car. And by the way, some of these cars are beautiful to look at. They're comfortable to sit in. They have a, a really quick uh, torque. So that means zero to 60 in, like, God knows, you know, three seconds. I mean, very, very fast cars but they just have a tendency, God forbid, they have a tendency to blow up when you don't want them to blow up, you know? Um, yeah. I, I would think very seriously, the technology, like Bill just said, it ain't there yet, but uh, yet they're trying to sell them to you.
1: No, nah, it's it's not there, so
0: um, it's,
1: just, it's a sad situation.
0: Anyway, we had some other things. I was going to play some cuts. Uh, we can save it for our our update program Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm looking at the clock. Uh, yeah. You talked too much again. Yes, we did. I had crying. a lot to say. You know? Uh, our number here is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868. Please, again, tell your friends about the show. Uh, maybe send them a link to the program, the latest episode. Tell them, hey, these guys, you got to hear them. They've been on for a couple of years. By the way, Bill, I should point out, it is the eighth, or the what is it? The eighth of eighth of uh, December. Uh, in eight days, uh, we'll days. be celebrating yeah. our uh, two-year anniversary of this program. Yeah. So,
1: and by the way, you know, um, we we didn't mention, I you know, it, we've forgotten. Uh, but uh, December seventh was yesterday. So right, um,
0: but either way, and well, you know, I
1: didn't hear about it anywhere in the news. You used to, but
0: actually. Yeah. We should, have, we should have said something.
1: Yeah, we did. Uh, we should have, but we did Over 2,000
0: young men gave their all to a sneak mm-hmm. attack in Pearl Harbor. Uh, to this day, there is a monument, a memorial for uh, the fallen from the Arizona uh, in Pearl Harbor. And, you know, the sad thing about that is if you go to the memorial and look down on the water, it's still bubbling oil to this day from yeah. the ship uh, and it's almost like it's bleeding. This this old vessel that was destroyed in a heartbeat uh, is bleeding. It's a sad testimonial to what happened that day. You know these these guys were playing catch on the runway at Hickam Field. They were yeah. some of these guys were painting, uh, doing some uh, touch up work on some of the ships because it was a beautiful sunny day and. You know, Sunday, yeah, yeah. It was it was not a a day of pressure or stress. At least it wasn't supposed to be. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the the sound of of approaching engines in the sky, uh, and I guess they were
1: they didn't even believe what it was until it started happening. And there were a lot in Japan that said, you know, you're gonna awaken, you're gonna awaken a giant. Yeah. Which they did. We had to go. You know, Susie Riveter went to work, and we had to build. A I think war that was Rosie.
0: Susie was her. Susie uh, was her sister. Rosie, Rosie the Riveter. Rosie, yes. Yeah, Rosie yes. the Riveter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Miss Riveter is yeah. what her name was. <laughs>
1: uh, anyway, but they they went to work and they they manufactured the war machine. The mistake they probably made militarily. Yes. Is they could have put us totally on our knees had they gone on to San Diego. Thank God they didn't. But then
0: again, you know what? Another lucky thing for us is we had we had sent our carriers out to sea. If yeah. our carriers were in port that day, we would our whole navy and the Pacific Fleet would have been destroyed. Yeah, um, it, it, it was
1: terrible. And you know how we ended the war was. Uh, you know, you can debate it any which way you can, but it was still a terrible thing. And you know, even the man that invented uh, uh,
0: Oppenheimer,
1: Oppenheimer, you know, he he didn't envision it the way that. Well, he came no, out.
0: nobody wanted to use what they used. They used an atomic bomb on two cities, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And but they say, in the defense of our government. They say it may have saved at least a million American troops uh, if we had had to invade Japan because they said it would have been a no win situ- situation. I, I can tell you this my dad was over in Germany, and it was, you know, they already won the war in Europe, and they were starting to get the troops in, in Europe ready for shipping them to Japan. My, yeah. our, if, if you have a parent, Who survived the war in Europe against the Nazis? He might not have survived the war in Japan. You know, you might not be here had they had to go and do a land war with human with the soldiers. You know, so uh, that's the that was their philosophy. Look at it's terrible. It's a devastating thing. You know. By the way, they dropped the first bomb, and the Japanese government ignored them. The first bomb they dropped on Hiroshima, they figured, well, they're going to respond by surrendering immediately, and Japan didn't surrender. That's no, why these they, they, they
1: kind of laughed at the plane—a slow flying plane flying over, coming up. Well, what the hell are they doing here? What do they think they're doing? What's that? Well, and then there's the flash in the sky, and that was it. But um,
0: anyway, it's sad. Uh, uh, but it's t- we salute uh, the service people who gave their all. I, I salute them all. I mean, every yeah, every you, you every uh, every soldier who fought in World War II. Uh, mm-hmm. They were the greatest generation. They did it willingly for the most part, and um, they they had some horrendous situations they were faced with. I can tell you some stories. I can't tell them now because we're out of time. But even my dad had stories that uh, would put your your hair on on edge. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, it it's. Uh, it it was an unbelievable time and what's amazing is these these war, wars were being fought on the front line by our youngest people you know young soldiers like 21 20 uh, they were the ones who were carrying the rifles and the machine guns and they were taking hey, the... you know
1: you know, you look at the news today go back and look at the the, the pictures and stuff from World War 2 all the way through and not just uh, and and look at what happened to Japan and what it came to, look at the Vietnam War and and all the gruesome pictures, and then look at the news today, and then uh, go back to uh, Lloyd Austin threatening to send Americans to fight Russia, if Congress doesn't give them the money, give us the money. Because guys like,
0: Austin, guys like Austin, guys uh, like Austin, they don't care about your kids. Well, I, you I mean, know what? He may say he does, but you don't threaten. You don't threaten people with the, uh, you know, with that sort of Damocles, meaning uh, if yeah. you don't give us the money, we're going to take your kids and they're going to f- be fighting in a war. Uh, you know, anyway. Let's
1: take our money and give it to our people, not the homeless coming across the border. And I'm sorry that they haven't, you know, pot to do anything in, but we have people that are here that we need to take care of you know i hate like, to say like, the like so many homeless veterans bill you know yeah yeah that that are being pushed aside there are americans that try to work hard they're doing all they can to make ends meet but it just is not happening and uh, you know the bars being raised you know you mentioned that, bo- that,
0: that's a good point people build like who can't even meet their mortgages because of Bidenomics, people who yeah. can't pay their bills, can't buy enough food to eat. You know, if you really wanted to be a pro-American government, you might, instead of be giving this money to all these strangers who are breaking our laws to get here, maybe we could help out the, the people in our country, the Americans who are suffering, who are hurting. Well,
1: Mr. Biden, if you want to sit there and buy votes, which is what you're trying to do, look at the people that are having a problem paying the mortgages here you want to do student debt forgiveness let's do some mortgage forgiveness yeah. if somebody wants to get the american dream let's give them a down payment
0: forgiveness
1: hey you know what we're going to do that you keep this property 10 years you know but anyway i'm not running for office so there we hey, go hey
0: we've run out of time Actually, we ran out of time about seven minutes ago Uh, Oh, well, you talk too much. Again, (laughs) 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868.
1: Mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at jimandbill.com, and jimandbill at mail.com. And and until we meet again, Jim, hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here.
0: The Voice of Freedom, CRN America.